Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shannon Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host, Trevor, and I am currently drooling over Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, even though I know that I won't play it more than about three or four hours. That, like, I understand that there's people for whom that game has an appeal. I just don't understand why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take things that just don't sound, feel recreational to me at all for a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and and you have a unique view on this, Josh, because you have your pilot's license. Is that correct? No, no. I well, I mean, okay. my company. You're working towards it though, right? Uh, not anymore. I gave up on that. You gave up on it. Okay. I doesn't. Not to get completely sidetracked, but we aren't even through the intros yet. Jeez, guys. <laughs> Listen, like, isn't that basically just like a really, really expensive way to die <laughs> in a lot of cases? Like, <laughs> I mean, I will give you the line that I've given my wife for untold number of years. It's statistically safer than riding in a car. <laughs> so if you consider riding in a car to be an expensive way to die, well, there you go. I, mean, I, I guess my, so, uh, as a, uh, Listener of Freakonomics, I understand that, that humans are bad at, uh, risk evaluation. Risk evaluation. Yes. Some, <laughs> some worse than others. But <laughs> how, how is, how is your daughter's murder cycle GoFundMe going? Uh, I mean, it got more funds than I would have expected it to get, which is not a ton. And she's on track. I mean, she has like, she is kind of I don't I don't know if I want to say downgraded her expectations or like kind of changed her expectations. Like she intends to get a dirt bike first okay. or now, uh, which is probably slightly less murder cycle ish, right? Mm, you're not less likely to get hit by a car, sure. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know, so your 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 manner of death will be different. <laughs> uh, anyways. That was that was the digression. Like I I I'll, I guess I'll maybe get in trouble saying this, although it's it's I guess it's very on brand for me. Um, but like motorcycles just kind of baffle me that anyone uses them. <laughs> so uh, I'm Jay, and and motorcycles uh, baffle. And motorcycles need to get off my lawn, I guess, because. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I I will say that so you know we've been doing a lot of camping this summer and one of the places we go is in the Chalice National Forest and some of the other places we've been going have been in national parks and the national forests are like a motocross speedway that the entire camping trip all you hear are these effing two-stroke engines zipping past you <laughs> and it's like could, could I just, you know, maybe camp without your, uh, you know, there's, there's so many swear words I want to say right now, but I'm not <laughs> for a peachy uh, podcast now, I guess. But uh, anyways, that's, that's my life. Uh, that was this, this get off my lawn moment has been brought to you by the motorcycle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, who, who are you? <laughs> oh, I'm Josh. Sorry, I thought I got accidentally you may by the whole plane conversation, but uh, yeah, I'm Josh, and I'm prepared to disappoint Trevor today. <laughs> You're prepared to disappoint me any day. Oh, rude. Really, only if there's alliances to be not made. 
All right, let's make some alliances. I'm ready. Uh, so before we we dive into our topic for today, Josh, I I feel like I've had this hole in my heart where uh, I, I just I haven't heard a good pitch from you as to why people should support the JTAC Patreon in a while. <laughs> I mean, you should <laughs> look right now. Okay, look, there's only two tiers that matter for supporting the Chain Effect Patreon. Uh, the truth is, the third tier was conceived before a global pandemic existed. So we should probably <laughs> revisit it. Maybe, but the yeah. first two tiers, you know, uh, tier one support means you're going to get the sweet, sweet bonus episodes a week early. You're going to have access to the content. But tier two, which is where my heart really always is, become a brigade member. Uh, get all of the sweet bonuses and also participate in our Discord chat where you can basically watch Trevor continue to encourage me successfully to spend my Steam budget on new video games that I'll play for a few moments. That's, hey, hey, that is better than the vast majority of Steam games in your library that haven't been played. Ah, how dare you. Oh, that would be another one of the lies gamers tell themselves is I won't buy another game until I've played my Steam library. Huh? I know, oh, I just, geez, that's what I, I would buy. buy. Game for forever. You, we, you have you have succeeded in there's 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 now two games on the Switch that uh, I need to purchase and and try on the Switch. Um, the Into the Breach, and then the one that you just said, Trevor. The it's called yes, yes your yes your grace, and I hope that we do an episode on it soon. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, the, I, the, the chat is quite fun on Discord. So, uh, check that out or that tier. I would also encourage anyone listening to, uh, rate us and review us on your podcast, uh, avenue of choice, whether that be iTunes or Apple or whatever. Um, one of the things that I think we've experienced is we got a lot of reviews when we first started many years ago. Um, as a War Machine podcast, but we're no longer a War Machine podcast. And most of our reviews are War Machine focused, which may confuse new listeners. And it would be cool to just have some uh, new and updated reviews to uh, sort of build a little hype. Um, so last chill before we, we move into our, our main topic, uh, by just empty your bank account. At the Muse on wow. Muse discount games Inc. <laughs> website, <laughs> and and for one fleeting moment in 2020, you'll experience joy. <laughs> that's that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really nice, Jay. Joy yeah. that you're offering. <laughs> okay, so Trevor, there's there's a game that you have been excited about. You convinced Josh into trying and i have not yet uh and, and what is this game uh so the game is a simulation game and i i want to back up just a second and say that the reason i'm interested in this game is because of a game that came out in the late 80s um on the amiga and i didn't have an amiga and so i don't remember where i played it um and also it came out on the uh, super nes um, it came out on a couple other things. I, to be honest, um, none of the places that it came out, I had. So I never, I had a Super NES for a while, but I was really at that point a Sega Genesis player. Never had an Amiga. So I don't know where I played it or, but I know I played it and I played a ton of it. Um, and that's a, a game called Populous, which to this day is one of the most successful, uh, computer games of all time. Uh, is there any way to play it? Modernly, besides an emulator? Not besides an emulator, no. Um, you can still get it. It is available on, like, GOG, and um, uh, I think there's another place that has it. And you can run a DOS box um, and play uh, Populous. Um, it is still available out there. Um, I believe the Populous 3, I think you can still get on Steam, maybe? I'm not exactly sure on that. Um, Populous 3 is much newer. Um and when I say much newer, I mean that it's 22 years old, but it's much, much newer than the original Populous. In Populous, you had a map that was placed on what looked like the inside of a book. 
and you could raise or lower the land, and you had people who worshipped you, and as they worshipped you, you gained um, power, and you could use that power to basically um, use godlike abilities such as earthquakes, um, fire and brimstone, etc., etc. The it played somewhat like a real-time strategy game in that you had people who believed in you, and the more people you had, the faster that um, faith built and allowed you to use your powers. And the way you got the people to increase was by creating a land or a world in which they could grow and populate. Um, at the same time, there was a separate population on the other side of the world who was being ran by, at that time, you know, no, no multiplayer game, but it was an AI god who was, his people were fighting against your people. And your goal was to basically wipe them off the map in a one-on-one -on -one scenario. So um, the game really was quite simple at, the, at its core, uh, but it always, I played a ton of it. I had a great time with it, really enjoyed it. Um, played Populous 2, um, enjoyed that as well. Never played the third Populous game, which wasn't nearly as popular as the first two. Um, but I, the, the game that was its kind of, I guess, maybe spiritual successor, or as close to you could, you could get to it, is called I mean, it, I was going to say it was made by Populous's original designer, so yeah, it's pretty spiritual successory to me. And it's called Black and White, and I never played it, so can you just tell us a little bit about that, Josh? Um, so a lot of the same ideas, the, um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think what was different about it. I mean, it was just, uh, it was just more modern graphics. I guess what really s separated it. So the same idea, you were sort of a disembodied godlike being, right? You could, you could tear up trees and raise, raise the land or lower the land and, and cause, you know, all kinds of plagues and, and, uh, thunder and lightning, that kind of stuff. And then the other thing that was very different about it is that you you basically had like a kaiju pet. Uh, you you had like a giant animal that um, you know, like maybe it was a giant lion, uh, bipedal lion, or um, uh, I feel like they were all cats or animals of some sort. You know, maybe there was like an ox or whatever. But um, I'll be I'll be honest. The reason I didn't get into black and white when it first came out was because mm -hmm. the, the cover art for Black and White featured that kaiju, that animal thing, to the point where I didn't understand what the game was about, to the point where it turned me off and I never bought it. Mm, that's interesting, yeah. It is well, interesting I, because I was heavily into video games at the time and I never bought Black and White. Um, yeah, that is that is really interesting because, because so like, and then kind of what the shtick was is that choices you made, the way that you interacted with your followers or with, other humans in the world, right? Um, other tribes, I should say. And even the way you interacted with the creature, um, it would cause um, alignment shifts, for lack of a better explanation. And you would unlock certain powers you could only unlock if you were, you know, a, an evil deity versus a, a, a good deity or whatever. And your um, your creature's appearance and, and behaviors would also change based on, you know, your alignment and stuff like that. So, uh, so I had some interesting ideas. It, it, it's interesting because I like Populous better and that could be partly nostalgia, but, but it could also be partly, you know, there's something to be said for like simple, elegant design in, in both video and board games, right? And that right. A, a simple design done well can actually sometimes carry a game farther than a more complicated design with uh, you know, bugs here and there, that kind of thing. And that's what I feel like happened with black and white. It just felt like it had more uh, bugginess, more sort of like un unachieved uh, potential kind of thing. So, so Pop Populous came out in the late 80s, and Populous 2 was kind of the early to mid-90s, Populous 3 late 90s, black and white early 2000s, and black and white 2 came out just a few short years later. Since then, there has really been... And those were all kind of made by the same guy. There hasn't really been anything made by other people that I felt like even came close to capturing the same essence or feeling. There was a game called Dust, I think, on the Xbox 360 um, around mm -hmm. 2010. Yeah, it from did, Dust. Yeah, it did not catch the same sort of feeling. It just doesn't feel like there's been anything even close to those games. So we're talking about a genre that hasn't had what I felt like a a good 
introductory or good computer game or or uh, console <clears throat> game in the in the genre for 16 years. Peter Molyneux tried another one in 2015, I think it was called, called Godus or Goddess, G-O-D-U-S. Uh, he... I, remember, I remember touching it for like five minutes. Uh, it and... seems like, did it have a Kickstarter? Because I, I can't remember. I anyway. think it had a Kickstarter and it was supposed to have a deal where like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are the current Slay the Spire fanboys. Like, when you in Slay the Spire get up to the top and defeat the the final boss at the top of the spire, right? Uh, Doesn't it like give you a report of how much damage has been done to that thing? Like globally. Yes. Uh, So Godus was supposed to have a stick, something like that, that like as the, as players were playing it globally, um, it was supposed to kind of like unlock new parts of the world or whatever. And, and this is just me. This is a total get off my line curmudgeonly thing, but I'm like, I don't care. Like don't <laughs> don't make my experience uh, um, uh, linked to the to the like performance of other people. Number one, because I will know that they're like thousands of times better than me, and I don't need that kind of discouraging news in my life. Right? I don't need that kind of negativity. And um, and number two, I just uh, the, the, the truth is like I, I am a sad, lonely single player video game man. I'm like. I'm not here for your multiplayer game. So that's it's kind of a, a get off my lawn. I, I will also mention that the game that I thought was going to be this, the game that I thought was going to be the the new and improved version of this, and it, it promised all these things. And I I, won't, I don't want to say it's not a good game because I think it is an amazing game, but it didn't it didn't come close to the populace feeling was Spore. Now Spore. Oh, yeah, I mean, when I when I first read the description of Spore, I thought we that's what we were getting was create this alien race on this planet and go venture out to other planets. And I guess in a way that's what you got, but it just really felt like you were playing that race, not the god that you were playing in Populous. So anyway, um, fast forward to today, and um, I was looking around because, um, well, because Will Pagani was asking about a black and white spiritual successor. And so I started looking around and saw this game. It's called The Universe Sim, and I want to preface our grading or our discussion of it in that it is still technically in beta and it is actively being majorly patched and things are changing quite frequently, and I'm sure it will change some more. It is not expected to release for another three months, supposed to be December. Um, So anything that we say or say about it may change uh, before its actual release. And you never know with games these days. It could very easily uh, be pushed back. Pushed back even further. Yeah. But yeah. it is available on Steam. You can purchase it. Um, and you can play early release. So the the game is... Um, the uh, the tagline is, what would you do with the power? And it is... You are... I would say that it's much closer to Populous than... Um, anything recent, certainly more so than Spore. But there are some pretty major differences between it and and any of those old school populist style games. I was gonna say first and foremost, which I'm not saying that this is like the defining characteristic of a populist game, but did I miss is there a power to like raise and lower the earth? No, there is not. In fact it can be fair this this will be one of my major complaints. I have two major complaints and the first one is that there are times when you wish you could move Earth, but all you can do is move heaven. <laughs> you, you can't. You cannot raise or lower any land. You can't even pull out a, the equivalent of the spiritual bulldozer. And there are times when you're like, I really want to put this building right here because this building would be great for you know everything around it. But I can't because I can't get this building to actually place. And uh, you know this building's red for no explicable reason and no matter where i put it it won't it won't actually place on the map so our first category i guess is design um this game you play the equivalent of it the game calls you creator real real, real quick before we before we dive into that i guess i i want to ask a couple quick questions okay (laughs) yes so I've, i've never played any of these games you never played Populous. That's surprising to me. Yeah, any of these games. 
um, and and so I guess one of my this this maybe sounds a little bit obtuse, <laughs> but like how how does this differ from like playing Sid Meier's Civ, and and why would I not just play Sid Meier's Civ? This is this is a great question, Jay. Okay, good good call. So. How does it differ from Civ? Usually it's more real-time. Oh, no. Um, Am I wrong? That's true, right, Trevor? um, I don't remember if the original Populous had a pause, but Universe Sim does have a pause. Um, But um, it seems like Populous did as well. Maybe I'm I'm misremembering. Uh, Truthfully, it's been a long time. But, yeah, these are real-time. So um, the other thing is, and one of the big differences between Universe Sim and Populous is that in Populous, you did not build any buildings. The people did. You used your god powers. You manipulated the land. But you did not, you did not instigate any fights. You did not build any power or any buildings. In Universe Sim, you can direct your, um, they're called nuggets. They're your people. It's one of uh, my first major complaints. Is the name, the nugget, nuggets name? <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, you can direct your nuggets to build things, but when but when you so, so you don't actually build them, you put them on the ground and say this this plot of land is set aside for a well or a hospital or whatever it happens to be. And with your god powers, you can throw building materials into the location to help speed it up. Uh, you can that's also one of my second all, major complaints. You can but also do. I think this is a beta issue. That control is. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to the control thing. You, um, you can put, uh, things into the, uh, building to get it started. And you can also do what's called prioritizing it, which would basically encourage the, uh, people to build it over other things that they're potentially building. But truthfully, the, the, they still, they will build things that you do not direct them to. Generally, housing is what they build. Um, but in populace, you didn't build anything. You just manipulate the land, use your powers to fight the opposition, uh, and to try to stop the god that was doing bad powers to you. Um, but you didn't, unlike civilization, you didn't build anything. Everything was built by the people. Yeah, and you, I, you didn't even, you never really even directly influenced where and what they would build, did you? Uh, you, no. Not what they I mean, you build. kind you of did influence... by the way you moved the land and stuff, right? Yeah, like... you, you could influence where they built. One of the things that was that you would do in Populous to instigate fights was by building land bridges to your opponent. A lot of times there wasn't any way for them to get to each other initially. And one of the things you would do was build a land bridge, an island, a, a you know, connect the two islands so that your people could go fight when you were ready. Um, yeah. That's that is not in Universe Sim because you cannot build or create the land. It just it is what it is. You can certainly manipulate it by what you have them do, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not even close to the same thing as what Populous had. Okay, so, so that's how they're different. So why why would I why would I play these instead of Sim? So that you could have power over um, individuals more directly, Jay. I mean, geez, like. Really, Jay, this question is like a hundred percent unfair. You're basically unfair. asking yeah, yeah. me, I mean, like, you're basically asking me to be like, tell me why I, you should, you hate your favorite child ever, Josh. <laughs> I mean, civilization is like, I, my yeah. my entire life is threaded through with that game. My my wife's some of my earliest memories of me by my wife is me sitting in a seminary class behind her reading the manual to sit my civilization. Instead of paying attention, it's not I, a I proud moment. I think that I you're misguided a little bit in thinking that these two are in the same category. Uh, I okay. I want to hear your defense, Jake or Trevor, because I don't think I don't think the question is unfair. I think there I, I are, don't. I don't. I'm not saying the question's unfair. I'm saying that that at the core, these are different games, and you're trying to do two different things. I got one for you, Jade. Do you like the tech tree in Civ? Yeah, yeah. Would you like to play a game? With a different tech tree? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I sure, I, I love uh, Beyond Earth. <laughs> so, <laughs> my point is, like, so far, that's one of the major things that I've enjoyed in the universe sim, is I'm like, oh, a tech tree. But 
again, that's not a great – don't take that as a recommend. That's like me recommending food because what's the game that I want somebody to make, Trevor? Tech Tree the Game. Tech, tech Tree the Tech Tree Game? Yeah, Tech Tree the Tech Tree Game. I'm all about tech. <laughs> uh, so, right. so anyway, really so what, what you want to be able to do in this game that you cannot do in Civ is manipulate in a godlike manner. These are These are called god sims for a reason. One of the things you can do in this game is to create more power for yourself, um, more spiritual faith or whatever, is you can take people in your civilization and you can toss them into the meat, gr- the, uh, the literal and spiritual meat grinder. And when you throw them in, you gain God power. Um, in fact, um, in the game, you can take and sort your civilization by you, by, um, people. Um, you can change their names if you'd really want to. But generally, when I'm looking for somebody to throw into the spiritual meat grinder, I sort by believer and non-believer, because some of them believe in you and some do not. The non-believers are the ones that get thrown in. You do not get that sort of interaction in Civ. There are some similarities. You do have a tech tree. You are building a civilization. You are Your eventual goal is to send them to space. There, But there are things in here that are, at the core, very different. Than, than Civ. So, do you like Civ? Do you want a spin on Civ that's a little bit different? Then that's kind of where we sit. Obviously, um, there are some similarities, but I just don't think you're, they're going to scratch the exact same edge. What about Sim City, Jay? Have you played Sim City? Any of the Sim Cities? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, Trevor, don't you think there's some comparisons to Brian, be there also? Yes, yes, I think this is probably closer to that than it is to Civ. Well, I think it's sort of like Sim City with a tech tree. And more godlike powers. I mean, I agree with that. Uh, it sounds like I'm Brian. Brian was was a pretty big fan of the SimCity games, and and they're they're fine, but <laughs> <laughs> really? uh, welcome to Jay's new game show, damning with faint praise. <laughs> I really, I've what I've come to the like self realization or actualization of. Is that like the amount of computer or video games that I actually consume is is quite small, and so that means it, like why would I play something that's a B when there's like so many A pluses out there that I haven't played? Okay, but there is no A plus in this genre. That's that's the point. No modern. There is no modern A plus. That's correct. Populous is the A plus. Sure. Do you ever I've, get tired of Civ? Like, do you ever just need a little break from it? Uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I haven't d- devoted as many hours as you to that game, Josh. Oh, all right, fine. So, okay. okay, can we get back to design? Yes, we yeah. can. Okay, so, yeah. so, the basic premise of the game, you start in a small village in kind of a old prehistoric age. Um, one of the first powers that the game asks you to use is the love power. You have two uh, Adam and Eve equivalents in your civilization, and you have to force them to love each other. Um, as you, as they grow, and as the civilization grows, you have a tech tree that you can um, explore. You you can choose what's going to be researched next to help your civilization along. Um, there are several different types of buildings, and new buildings unlock as you go. The tech tree sort of spiderwebs out. Although I felt like because it starts on the left and moves to the right, you have a natural inclination to want to study things on the left first and move right. And that's not necessarily the right path you should take because the way it spiderwebs out, you kind of almost want to treat it like a tree and head down the center. Um, there are godlike powers you can use, such as telekinesis to pick up things, move things. You can use your telekinesis to um, help your village out. Like if a wolf were to attack, you could pick the wolf up and drop it and it dies when it hits the ground. Um, you can heal your people and, and restore your buildings. So as the buildings get older, they start to break down. You can use your uh, godlike power to restore health to them, the equivalent of health to the buildings. You can also do that to um, individuals in the town as they um, get sick or as they drink water from the ocean rather from the well that you handed for them you know, on a platter. They decided that was dumb. Um, there's also... Uh, Are you saying that I did overkill when I lightning struck the wolves that were invading my village? You're the god of your world, Josh. You can do whatever (laughs) you want. Uh, There are asteroids that fall down to the earth that can be picked up, and there are boxes inside of them, which you bring back to the center of your civilization. They're basically a kinder egg. 
yeah, they open up and they provide things. However, not everything inside the box is always good. Um, in fact, I found this out a horrible way. I had about 20 of my civilizations standing around the box as I dropped it and opened it. Um, and it had a, well, the first time it had a, basically a bomb inside of it and killed all 20 of them. Oh, my um, lands! Um, later on, I, I opened one and it introduced an alien virus to my civilization. And I spent the next uh, two seasons trying to clear out the pandemic from my people, which hit a little too close to home. Um, there's also alien ships that visit your planet. And my favorite thing to do when an alien ship visits is light them on fire. Um, <laughs> my favorite god power that you didn't mention is skipping seasons. Oh, yes, you can skip seasons. But it's freaking expensive. It is pretty expensive. Um, you have but one. I have bitter feelings towards winter because of my first playthrough. <laughs> um, you have uh, you have to store food, and as Josh mentioned just a second ago, you must store water to make it through the winter, at least especially initially. Um, and your goal is just to um, the end goal, I guess, is to have your people take off into space. Unlike Populous, you direct them for the most part what buildings to build. Um, but the type of people that are created, um, generally are out of your control. So if your people become lazy, um, I think you could probably take like the hardworking people and get them to love each other to create more hardworking kids, but it would be, it would take a level of micromanagement that was a little bit beyond. Yeah. And you could meet grinder, the lazy one. Yeah, you could, you could, you could certainly spend a lot of time doing that. I, I think that that's probably a bit much. There are time controls on it that allow you to speed up or slow down the time and or pause it to in order to go through. But it in, for the most part, it is real time. Um, Another major complaint. There are certainly times when speeding up is important because there's nothing to do. And there are certainly times when you need to pause because something horrible is happening and you don't know how to deal with it. So, all right, let's talk about some of the design flaws. I'm going to talk first and foremost about the controls. And now I hope that this changes before the game is released. But as Josh mentioned, the powers, specific, and telekinesis is probably the worst because you use it the most, I think. Um, what the controls on the computer require, you hold down the control button, you then make sure you have the correct power selected, you hover over the item you want to do whatever to the telekinesis, and then you must hold down the mouse button until a little timer bar finishes. This is incredibly painful. Um, what's worse is that once you've picked it up, the best way to actually do something with it is to let go of all those keys. It will hold the item up in the air, move it to where you want to go, and then click the mouse button a second time. But there, that's not intuitive. In fact, you get you feel like you should hold down the control button and even hold down the mouse button as you're moving that and like you're holding it in your hand, but it doesn't work that way. In fact, if you do that and try to drop it into something, it just generally ends up dropping it right wherever you are and usually kills one of your citizens, honestly. Yeah. Or if um, you're me, it jerks you halfway across the globe and then you drop it and then you swear. Yes. So one of the interesting things about the game that I, that I find really weird is that there is no action mounted to the right click so why in the heck aren't the god powers mounted to the right click i just it blows me away this is my biggest complaint about the game is that the controls are funky why do i have to hold in the control key and and hold down the mouse like i understand that it takes time that they want there be a time delay before you pick something up but why not just have me click once and then watch it move around instead of having to hold it down and why not just make it the right mouse button you could even make it the right mouse button and, and have the and leave the time thing and it wouldn't be such a big deal. But it is it is easily the most wonky thing about this game currently. Also, why can't telekinesis affect a wide field the same way that you can plant a wide field of trees? Thanks for coming to my TED talk on the universe sim. <laughs> <laughs> um because it uses five power per thing you pick up. Yeah, yeah. So use use two hundred like and I just I just wanna, picked up like an entire forest you and drag, crammed drag it, it into the cemetery that I'm sorry that I didn't tell you stupid little nuggets to build before. And that's why your dead people are disappearing into the ocean because I don't want to look at them. <laughs> uh, I, it would be cool to drag and drop to like drag over a bunch of rocks and, and use your power on all of them at once. 
Yeah. My planet is basically the get off my lawn planet, Jay, in case you couldn't tell. Yes. <laughs> Can I subscribe to your newsletter? You probably should. Um, my second complaint is I don't care for the building. For yeah. Multiple, for multiple reasons. The biggest one being that there, when you go to place some buildings, it will be red instead of white, meaning you cannot place the building there. But there is no, and again, it's in beta, so maybe this will come, but there's no tooltip. There's nothing that says why the building cannot go there. And sometimes you can use Q&E to spin the thing, and if you spin it enough, you might actually find a configuration in which it fits. Now, I will say that there was an update yesterday, and it seems like some of that has been improved um, after the post-update. So maybe that's something that they're actively working on. But it was frustrating to me to pick a building, go to try to place it, have the perfect spot, and I'm the god of this planet. <laughs> yet, no matter, yet no matter what I do, I cannot get the building to place where I want it to place. And there's no, there's no indication of why it won't go there. Like I'm, so I, I'm plenty far I away from everything else. On this, I want to piggyback on this complaint. First, I want to acknowledge that I am the co-host who most actively promoted and still loves Cultist Simulator, the game that doesn't have a tutorial and shouldn't have a tutorial. The Universe Sim is not Cultist Simulator, and it is currently lacking in tooltips and tutorial sort of flares. I can't believe you can say that because it's way better than Cultist Simulator on tooltips. Oh, I'm like not it has, saying it has not a little window that better. comes up in the corner and tells you what you know what this building does, and there's there's tooltips on every building, and but yes, there are some things that it leaves out a little bit. I agree, but it's nowhere near as bad as Cultist Simulator. <laughs> All right, what's your design score, Trevor? So it feels like it takes some of the great things from the past, but I feel like it also does a poor job of there's there's some things about the game that I think could be improved upon, and those are all things that will probably be patched, honestly, or should be patched, I hope. Um, if they don't change, it'd be one of those things that might be game-breaking for me. Um, but I, I do think I love the idea. I think that the there's a lot of... We didn't talk about it, but there's actually a lot of humor that I actually find quite intriguing and fun, and I laugh quite a bit playing the game. The narrator to the game um, says some pretty funny stuff. Um, I think it's well done. I like them. I don't, I agree with, with Josh. The, the name Nuggets is kind of stupid. Um, but I do like the people and the, the, the stylistic animation they've chosen for them. Um, I, I like a lot of the design elements they've chose. Um, I haven't played late game, so I don't know how it differs. Uh, I have played, um, eight hours of the game, nine hours of the game, and about, I want to say two thirds through the tech tree. Like, a, big portion of the tech tree um not quite to modern age but i was starting to build a few modern age things uh before i get oh no well as i say before i give you my score i'm curious if as you got into the later age like that does it ever feel less micromanagey like do the people start to take some of their own initiative and like you know do they do stuff without you like having to assign them to everything yes so okay I, i i will say that one of the things that I dislike micromanaging about is the is and I I was I alluded to it earlier but I didn't go into the detail. I don't like having to build their buildings for them. Yeah. I I want the people to like, you know what? We need a hospital. I'm going to build a hospital. That's I didn't come here to build I don't want to play Civ. If I want to play Civ, I go play Civ. I want them to build their own buildings. I want my role to be um, you know, throwing people in the pit or, you know, pulling out trees or whatever i want to do the godlike things i don't want to do the micromanaging things of the civilization but hey to be fair didn't they because they surprised me with this they built the temple to you on their own didn't they uh yes they build the temple to you on their own they build their own residences they do build things on their own and maybe that's going to change as the game goes um but the things they don't build are things like wells and water pumps and and hospitals and cemeteries and other things like that and um lookout towers yeah sometimes they need that stuff and it's just like you know what that's not the type of micromanaging i wanted to do and but that's what the game is encouraging me so to answer josh's question later in the game you get a town hall and then you can assign a governor to the town hall and then you can assign a number of workers that he will automatically assign so the governor will go through and automatically assign um 
people to buildings. So once the hospital's up, he'll automatically put a doctor in it. Once the engineering building is up, he'll automatically assign an engineer to it, et cetera, et cetera. So, yes, it does get less micromanaging because you start having people so – they start doing some of their own things themselves. Um, one of the things is, is as you get to higher tier levels, you can assign a um, – like a, I'm trying to remember what it calls them – chancellor of water? Not chancellor. Something – Minister. Anyway, minister, minister, that's right. Minister, yeah. Yeah, you can assign a minister of water, a minister of war, a minister of farming, et cetera, et cetera. And these ministers, in theory, are supposed to manage some of these resources for the civilization. Um, in my experience, it didn't seem like they were doing a whole lot to some degree. And may, some of that might be because of uh, it may become uh, better when they get to higher tiers. I didn't get to the end game, to be fair. And the game is still in development. The actual end game of leaving Earth, the planet and heading to another planet isn't even in the game yet. Oh. Oh. So I don't know where it goes. I do know that it gets a lot less micromanaging. There's a point where in my game where I had enough engineers to to, to repair all the buildings. I had enough water things to fill the water, and I had, honestly, I'd gotten to the point where I had electricity. I had um, windmills and batteries that held the windmill energy. Um, that a lot of the stuff that, that I was doing early game started to disappear. because. Okay. They were taking care of themselves. Certainly, there was still some micromanagement that required my intervention. But generally, the, the most important resource that I had to manage was their happiness. I needed to make sure that people were happy or that I'm assuming that you can play it the other way, that they at least feared me. Sure. But I, I wasn't playing it that way. I was playing more of the benevolent god. I healed a lot of people that were on their deathbed, etc. Just know, not there was the aliens. I got there, it. There was a Yes, correct. There was a time in my game where um, I had no doctors, I had two hospitals, but because I didn't have enough schools, I had no educated people, and I had no doctors in either of my things. And so I had people basically in the beds in the hospitals that were not getting better. And I basically, I was behind a rock, you know, and I'm like, well, crap. So I started basically divine intervention, healing everybody in the hospital bed as quickly as I could, <laughs> and then building more schools, hoping that eventually I would actually have doctors. So <laughs> the doctors got assigned after they, I mean, I didn't have to do anything like that. The doctors got assigned on their own, thanks to my governor. As soon as I had educated children, grew up old enough to be doctors. Lovely, lovely. All right, what's your design score? Um, so right now, and again, I'm going to preface that this is a pre-release game. So Yes, um, yes. I'm, I'm going to give it a six. I think that it is, a, I think that it is you know, Actually, I want to give it a seven because I think that it's above average. I think it's interesting. I think it's a, ta a topic that isn't normally tackled, and I do think it does some really smart things. There's some things I hate about it, which I've already mentioned, and hopefully if they change those things, this will be the type of game where I'll sit down after work and my wife will come to me a few hours later um, and knock on my shoulder and say, it's 2 a.m., honey, you really need to go to bed because that's the type of game that it feels like to me. It is like Civ in that it just feels like I just as soon as I finish this project, I'll be ready for bed. And those are the types of games I really love. So, but it's not there yet. Okay, I'm not uh, disappointing Trevor as much as I wanted to, but it's a four for me. Controls are too wonky. The dad jokes are actually funny. <laughs> and I mean, like the design and the narrator is like really clever, but like the actual game is, it's not compelling me to come back to. It. Like. I played it for, I think, three hours, um, and that was after my first civilization died unexpl unexplicably in the winter. I, I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> I'll never tell. But, yeah, it's just it's not compelling me back. And, and, yeah, could some things fix it and move it up? Possibly. The controls is probably one of the biggest things. But I think partly it's just more micromanaging than I want it to be. So Interesting okay. how you like Civ. <laughs> Yes, I do. Okay, well, you know so, what? Well, the other control that bothers the heck out of me is the speed. The default speed is boring. It's so... So I've, I've been playing it at full speed, and I still am like, oh, geez, like, come on, let's do something. So That that also speeds up when you get a lot more, a lot bigger sibling. I can see that. Okay, okay time management. Yeah, to the point where it is time for a pithy statement, and then... And uh, a number? Number, speed round, go. Uh, time management, three. What? Really? Yes, the default speed is offensive. <laughs> uh, 
I do agree that it probably needs a, like a third or fourth like degree of speed up. Um, although I think you could accidentally hit the, the ultra speed and be like, oh crap, my entire civilization is screwed. Um, <laughs> I do like the the time, amount of time that it takes. I think that um, I played it a second time. I started over after there was a major patch and I had to restart. Um, and I actually think that on restart, once I understood some of the mechanics, it went a lot smoother. Um, I, I like it. I think that it's well done. I think the time management is quite good. It's one of those games you get lost in. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. Repeatability. Uh, I'm willing to go back one more time. My current repeatability is probably a four. I would suggest that you wait for a couple patches and then go back. All right. If you're I'm only going to give, if I'm you're only to gonna give it one, I would say wait. And then Look, mainly it. I wanted to reference the Hamilton. <laughs> um, this is the type of game where when you finish it you want to go back and play again because you're like man I need to do that differently or this didn't go the way I wanted or I want to try this different strategy um, so I, I think it actually has a fairly high repeatability I think Josh is being overly critical there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we should maybe we need to pitch it to me as a roguelite uh, roguelike uh, god game and then I'm like oh yeah this is just part of the process failing uh, at the start that would it's be cool if it had. It's not rogue, roguelike. I mean, there's certainly the planet is procedurally generated. Listen, we cracked the code, Trevor. That's what we need. Let's just make a roguelike god game. There is nothing that goes takes you from this civilization, as far as I'm aware. I mean, I didn't get far enough, but there's nothing you carry over from civilization to civilization. So, um, anyway, your uh, repeatability sorry. score seven. Seven. All right, fun. I'm gonna let you go first, Trevor, so I know how much to, to disappoint you. So. This does. I'm going to say this explicitly. This does not scratch the populist itch that I was hoping it did. Is it fun? Yes. Is it closer than anything else out there? Probably. Um, does it require too much management of the people? Yes. I want. I. I want. I do want management of the people, but I don't want management of their infrastructure. That is. That is not what I came to the table for. And I think that this sort of misses the mark when it does that. So is the game fun? Yes. Does it scratch the itch that I wanted it to? No, that's the problem. So do I grade it on the game as is? I probably should. I'm going to give it a 7 on that, but I, I, the reason I'm docking it is because it doesn't... I want to play God Powers. I don't want to play SimCity. I don't want to play Civilization. I want to play something different. Let them, They can build their own hospitals, their own things. The, let them manage the way their city is laid out. I will, you know, when I don't like a building where it's at, let me drop it into the sea. Let me cause an earthquake. That's what I want. I didn't hear your score. Uh, I gave it a seven. Okay. I think it's fun. I just, like I said, it doesn't scratch the the real itch I wanted it to. I want to give major kudos to the color and the sort of brightness and the tone of the game. Uh, so far, my fun level with it has been uh, only a four. Below average. Other games in my Steam library have pulled my attention away. Games which are grim and heartless and want me to die. Wait, have you not even tried playing the not-benevolent overlord? Have you, like, been throwing your citizens into the temple? No, not yet. I actually haven't. I actually didn't interact with my temple other than to, like, assign an extra priest. And then when he died, I was like, eh, I never liked you anyway. And I threw his body <laughs> in the ocean because I hadn't told him to build a cemetery yet. Why didn't you throw his body into the temple? Uh, I didn't think of the temple in that way. Clearly, I'm just not... <laughs> dark enough. <laughs> All right, let's hear your overall, Trevor. Uh, overall, I think that it's quite good. I think this game has a lot of potential, and I'm grading it on a scale of pre-release games. I don't, I'm not going to say that, that when it releases this this grade, you know, that if it stayed the way it is right now, if it was were released right now, I would not give it nearly as good a grade. That's, that's what I'm going to say, because I realize playing it that this is a game still well under development, and there are active changes being made weekly. Um, so with that said, I think that the game is quite good and it's quite enjoyable um, with all of the little bugs and issues that it has. Uh, not Actually, not very many bugs, but some of the control elements that I dislike. Um, and so I'm going to say that it's probably a 7 or maybe even an 8. I actually think the game's quite fun. But I'm, that's with the idea that, that these things are going to be fixed um, and that it's currently a release candidate, or not a release candidate, a beta. I definitely think if somebody's looking for this style of game, that this is probably the most likely candidate. I don't think there's anything else out there. Like I know it actually makes me it makes me want to go play SimCity 3000, which I've never no is that the most what's the newest SimCity? 
I don't know. I hated it because it was so awful. Oh, really? So maybe I shouldn't do it. It well, probably I may, requires I may even not... more micromanagement, doesn't it? Um, mm-hmm. I haven't played the newest SimCity, I don't think. But there was a SimCity not that long ago that I hated because um, it felt like they changed it into a, the equivalent of Farmville, the app. There was microtransactions. Yeah, you had to do stuff online, etc. Was... There was... There was like, if I remember right, there was like had a lots of issues. Quest. It was like a EA train wreck. Yeah, it was not good. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, my overall so far is is really probably still just slightly below average. I think it's a four. Like, and and I, again, I'm not unwilling to go back. I think I will do what you said, Trevor. Like, wait till there's some updates and then take another look, run at it. Partly because I don't want to get up the tech tree ways and then have them have them do a patch or an update and wipe my saves out you know then i'll just be sad well this is this is not you're not following a story per se you know it's not like an rpg where if it were in beta and the patch came along and reset you i mean it's it's like civ you're starting a new civilization you're trying something new or different but yeah i guess part of the problem is is the early game feels very same same from civilization to civilization like there's not a lot of difference right so uh audience i actually do think that uh i think you said already if you were in the market for this type of game it's probably a good solution for you i also think that my kids loved spore and this probably scratches more of a spore itch than it does a populace itch uh probably which might be part of the damning with faint praise uh, methodology that jay employs frequently Certainly, it. I was hoping for something closer to God, like, and the powers even they like hint towards it. Like they're they're like here, this is the framework of everything you would love. We're not going to quite give it to you, and and maybe that's because they're saving that for later, for when it releases. I I don't know. Certainly, I did enjoy going to a neighbor neighbor civilization on my planet and dropping um, lightning on them and uh, lighting all their buildings on fire. I did enjoy that part. I just I'm hated somehow it. not shocked. I hated having to come back to my village and be like, why are you idiots drinking water from the lake instead of these 16 wells that I've dug for you manually because you didn't do it yourself? That's why. I made my people build their own wells. See, that's why. That's why your people Your died. people just didn't value your wells. Uh, go or no go? I'm guessing it's still a go for you, Trevor. Oh, yeah. I'll play it again, probably quite a bit before the release. Um, I'm, I honestly, the thing that appalls me the most is the controls. Like, I just don't understand how it could get this deep into development and no one say, why do we have such crappy controls? Right. And honestly, it only comes up when you're using God powers. Honestly, what, uh, well, not necessarily. One of the no, that's I, not true. Cause even flying across the planet is, I hated it until I found out that holding down shift would make me go a little faster, but I'm like a geriatric God. <laughs> yeah like if i want to feel geriatric i just get out of bed in the morning that is one of the tool tips i wish it did have i didn't find out that i th- I bet you i was probably six hours into the game before i figured out that the shift key sped up and also they should have that lockable like not make me hold the shift key. um here's another thing you may not be aware of in the actual settings for the game you can speed up the uh, the speed at which it moves around the, the planet as well okay this is a get off my lawn moment again but if I have to go into the controls for your game ever, then you have failed me in every way. What? Really? Yes. Jeez. Just make the default work. Uh, but sensibly. not everyone not everyone likes the same default, Josh. I don't even like inverting my controllers on the Xbox, but I'll do it. Uh, this is a bad complaint. Games should, <laughs> games, games should have settings. I'm sorry. Fine. Some people like their volume turned up. Some people like their volume turned down. Some like their music louder than the sound effects. Some don't. Settings. It should be there. Okay. But, but uh, yes, I'm going gonna, gonna to classify this with the uh, cultist. Like Trevor just made like this declarative statement. This is this is the correct way, and I feel like I have to do a, a rebuttal of uh, cultist simulator should not have any type of tutorial, and that's just facts of the universe. So. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I said off the air that I would chime in on whether it would be a go or no go for me. Um, it's tough for me to say it's, it's a like 
emphatic no-go in pre-release, like 0.0% interest. Um, Why is that? Uh, because again, like I, I spend so little time playing games that, like, I, I can't think of a game that I would want to play a beta of because there's, like, I, there's a smorgasbord of amazing games that I have. How about played. Twilight Imperium 5th edition, uh, digital version? 5th edition? I'm just making it up here. I'm just saying, like, uh, I'm trying to conceive of something that Jay would want to play the beta of. I mean, probably not, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I own, uh, the Gloomhaven early release and it's just patiently sitting in my Steam library until it's actually a completed product, you know, et cetera. So, um, I just, I just don't have interest in, in any earlier release items. That's fair. If it were not, if it were fully released, Jay, I mean, maybe this is not a fair question, but talk to me about, uh, potential interest. It would probably still be a no go. Okay. Because of the real-time element, even though you can pause it? Uh, that's definitely a big factor. And it's also just like, so I have two games. One one of them I've purchased on the recommendation of Josh Old World that I need to check out. Um, it's supposed to be a good game. Okay, so, so that's it. that interests me more than, than this one. Uh, the other one that I just purchased off the recommendation of someone I follow on Twitter, is Deity Empires. It's supposed to be the, like, spiritual successor of Masters of Magic. Um, that sounds more interesting to me as well. So, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> not, ev- not, ever- not everybody has to love the same things I do. That's fine. <laughs> um, all right, any, any closing thoughts? I- I'm interested in Josh's go or no-go here. You- did you say no-go already? Well, oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't really say it, but I am I am currently a no go, and and I I am I am exactly what you described, Trevor. Like I don't want to go back right now while it's still in beta. Um, I am willing to to go again when it's a fully released game, and then pass my final judgment. And the Nuggets, have... the Nuggets have one last chance to earn my love. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> It's interesting to me that um, that you have such a negative view of it. If you go read the reviews on um, Steam, it is basically universally loved by basically everyone who touches it. Um, very very few games, very few gamers who don't like it. Um, there are a few people who have a few complaints. Many of them along the same lines of the things that we've already um, talked about. But like it, the controls issues and stuff. You mean? Yeah, and. Um, the the speed issue, for example, speeding up, trying to speed around the planet. Um, one guy basically says that everything takes a really long time to do. And, you know, he wants same thing as you wants to be able to speed it up even more than 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 it allows. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see how much of that feedback gets introduced into the game over the next few months. Um, it's interesting to me. I think the release date's already been changed. It does say release date December 31st, last day of the year, 2020. So I actually expect that to get pushed back even farther at some point. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised uh, by it being released next spring. It is quite well developed thus far. So I think right. that it has some promise for the 